Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. All right. We are live. Hope everyone's doing well out there. Hope I'm uh, being heard out there. Welcome. So I um, was talking with a few people earlier. And um, hey, Siwoo's here. Siwoo, welcome. She's saying hi to Amina. Amina's here. What, why, why is there music playing here? Oh, I'm watching an ad. Hang on. I hope you can. You can't hear that, I don't think. But I could hear that through my uh, speakers. That was a little weird. But hopefully everybody has watched the ad. If you got an ad and you're in here, um, the today's lesson is going to be just a little bit different. So uh, where was it? Somebody asked. Uh, yeah, Pashu asked, what, what, "What the heck is a U.S. citizenship test?" And I'm so glad you asked um, because that's what I would like to do for the first question. Some people who want to become a citizen of the United States, well, to do that, you have to take a test. Uh, My sister-in-law, she's from Canada, but she wanted to become a U.S. citizen. She, She has dual citizenship. So she's a Canadian resident, and now she is an American resident. It just gives you some extra benefits. You can vote in federal elections. But there are many people every year become U.S. citizens because they've moved from other countries. And so today, there's actually a practice test online, and you can take that. But we're going to take that together, and I'm going to teach you some terms that can be useful if you ever want to take this test. We're going to talk about like the Constitution and the amendments to the Constitution. So it'll be a English lesson. It'll be a history lesson. And for the bonus, if you're thinking of becoming a U.S. citizen, if you've recently moved here, if you plan on moving here and you would like to become a citizen, this will help you out. But if you're just a history buff or you're an English buff, I think you'll like this lesson. So welcome to everybody. Henry's here. I think Henry's from Indonesia, right? Law, how are you? Hope you're doing well. Hey, Maria's here. Maria's here from Argentina. And Amina is here from Canada. Welcome. Cecilia, Argentina. Welcome. Anya, how are you? From Germany. Anya, I believe you told me that you have allergies. Yeah. Allergies are bad for me right now. I think Semra does have allergies as well. But Luke is here. I think Semra was here as well. Right? Aniko. How are you? Aniko from Hungary. Welcome. So today, Ario, hey, from Argentina, I think, right? No, Argentina. Indonesia. Indonesia. So um, we're going to take this test together. And I think for most Americans... This would be a difficult test. Um, There is a link 
if you want to take this test on your own, there is a link in the um, description right below. Check that out. You can always uh, take this on your own. There are a bunch of questions. Today, we're going to do 20 questions. Most of the time, I get 19 or 20 correct. I think I've taken it two or three times. Every so often, I will miss one. Hey, Jake, what's going on? I think many Americans, though, uh, would have a hard time with this test. Now, I am an English teacher, but I also teach history and social studies, and I'm just a history buff. So I know a lot of this through my work and just because I love doing this. I do think, though, a lot of Americans would have a tough time. They would have a tough time. Hey, Russia's in the house. How are you? Galena, welcome. Oh, Nurana, how are you? All right, so let's take a look at this uh, first question here. If you get on the website, um, if you hit that link, you have to scroll. There's a verb for you you can use. You have to scroll down to this, and we'll click that. Start practice test. Like I said, there are 20 questions, and we'll do all 20, and hopefully we can get 20 right. But you know what? I think I better put on my glasses because this is getting real now, getting real. Hey, I do want to give a shout out to Danny, new channel member. She became a channel member yesterday. Danny, make sure you check the members tab and uh, you can join the discord after this chat right here. We're doing a members chat as well. So it'll be a little bit smaller. And uh, some of the silver members will will get on camera, I believe. I think uh, Sita and Semra might be on camera. So that's after this one. That's after this one. There is a link somewhere at the top of the chat. If you would like to become a member, a couple bucks a month, lots of fun, bonus videos. Let's take a look at this first question. I have not seen these questions. So I'm right here with you. We might get it right. We might get it wrong. But what I will do is I will read these and I'll also give you tips like from teacher to student on how to answer. We call this multiple choice. When you have more than one choice for your answer, we call it multiple choice. We don't have to come up with the answer ourselves. We just have to identify the correct one. Oh, are they starting hard here? What is one promise you make when you become a United States citizen. So here's an interesting thing. Like you have to, every morning in school, we pledge allegiance to the flag. It might sound kind of crazy, but literally every student, the teachers, we stand up and we say a pledge together to the flag. I pledge allegiance to the flag. It's a little bizarre, I think. If you haven't grown up in the United States, just everybody stands up and I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. Well, when you become a U.S. citizen, you have to pledge something. So let's see what you have to pledge here. What is one promise you make when you become a United States citizen? Is it A, disobey the laws of the United States. Well, 
right there. Let's let's talk about disobey. Like if you obey the law, it means you follow the law. If you disobey, it means you don't follow the law. Do you think we want U.S. citizens not to follow the laws? Come on, a. It's just crazy. Oh, I think I think. Spoiler alert! I did see uh, Amina's back at it. Oh my gosh, we did a game a couple weeks ago. Amina just torched everybody. That's a little bit of slang for she won. She torched. She torched everyone. Such a patriotic thing. Arroni. Hey, welcome, my friend. Arroni. He's in the chat. He's moderating, making sure everyone. We don't have any laws here, but we do have some rules, you know. Like keep it, keep it clean. Arroni is here. He has a great YouTube channel. Check him out. Talk Italian with Arroni. All right, let's go. Number or number letter B, not defend the Constitution and the laws of the United States. Not defend? Come on. Never travel outside of the United States. Give up loyalty to other countries. Okay, so Amina did. I did see she had it correct down there. What What's the national anthem of the United States? That's a great question. It is... What is the national anthem? I keep thinking America the Beautiful. No. What is it? Yeah. Star Spangled Banner. Star Spangled Banner. Yeah, we sing that before most sporting events. Written by a guy named Francis Scott Key. But I don't think we will need to know that today. Amina is correct. It is actually give up loyalty to other countries. So when you become a U.S. citizen, there will be a part where you raise your right hand and you have to promise to give up loyalty to other countries, which during war, you know, that's a good thing. You you want United States citizens to be rooting for the United States and not spying on a nut for not spying for another country. So, but um, how about this? When my sister-in-law was becoming a U.S. citizen. If you look at C, it might sound kind of crazy, but I think there is a six-month period where you cannot go back to your home country. If there was an emergency, maybe you could get permission. But my sister-in-law is Canadian. She's an American now as well. But she hasn't seen her parents in over a year because the U.S.-Canadian border has been closed. I would like to go to Canada in about two weeks and I cannot. So the correct answer is D. I know that. I know, at least I hope I know that. Let's click D and see what happens. We got one correct. Hey, let me just read this because you'll see the text and you will get some pretty difficult English. And I think this will help you improve your English. Glasses come on for this. An immigrant completes many requirements to become a U.S. citizen. The final step is to take an oath of allegiance. You promise to be loyal to the United States and give up loyalty to other countries. You promise to defend the Constitution. We will talk about the Constitution today quite a bit. And obey the laws of the United States. And you promise to serve the United States 
when the government needs your help. Yeah. It's a lot of responsibility for U.S. citizens. Did you know how much responsibility we have? Kind of crazy. But uh, most of the time, it you know it really doesn't matter. But maybe in a time of war, that's when things might get a little real. Yeah. Semra is going to be on uh, camera for the members chat after this. Kamel, how are you? Shay is here. Welcome. What do you say we do number two? We do number two. Uh Uh-oh. What sounds bizarre? What sounds bizarre? Is it pledging allegiance to the flag? I I agree. It sounds bizarre, Ario. But thank you so much for continuing to listen. Yeah. We have some crazy things in the United States sometimes. Number two. I have no idea what this question is going to be, but let's go on. What does the judicial branch do? What does the judicial branch do? Now, if you look in the description of this video, I have made a video about the judicial branch. I think that is available to everyone. There are some government videos for members just because this is mostly an English learning channel and it doesn't quite fit. I made them for my students and I just put them up for members. So that might be helpful. It just doesn't fit with this channel. But I think the judicial branch was an experiment I tried and the video didn't do so well, but I think it's still available. So we're, we're wondering, what does the judicial branch do? Oh, for a second, I thought Cecilia was answering C. She's just, she's just saying hi to Maria C. So not maybe, maybe it's C, maybe it's not C. I don't know. Let's check it out. I'll make it a little bigger so you can see. Uh, They resolve disputes. So that means like when somebody's fighting, they try to fix it. They decide if a law goes against the constitution. Maybe we should talk about the constitution right now. Um, when you hear constitution and you will hear it quite a bit today, it's like all of our major laws, like the biggest laws that make us a country, like freedom of speech, freedom of press. So newspapers and, um, radio shows, television shows, they don't have to worry about the government banning what they say. That's what constitution, big, big laws everyone has to follow in all of the states. We may talk about state law and federal law in a minute. Uh, Federal law is like Washington, D.C. The whole country has to follow. Some laws are by state. So what's a law in Maine, my state, might not be a law in the next state over in New Hampshire. And I have a story if anybody wants to hear it. Um, Reviews laws or all of the above. Let's talk about in English when you see all of the above on a test. So that means like A, B, and C are correct on this test. It just means every answer above this one is correct. Now, I see Maria says, yeah, Maria. Yeah. Oh, Alina with a question mark. No, you are correct. It actually is D. It is all of the above. I see Rod's here. Rod's here. Welcome. 
How are you? Join you at 11. Oh, I'm not, I'm not going to be on at 11. I'm on right now for about uh, an hour. But Rod is a member. Oh, Rod and I are on different. We're on different um, time zones, I think, now. And Rod is a member. Rod also has a YouTube channel. You should check it out. But uh, he, might, he might stop by for the members chat as well. I hope you can, Rod. I hope you can. Luke, English addict, is here. And he says D as well. And you know what? D's correct. It's all of the above. The judicial branch, when you hear that, think judges, think courts. They make sure laws are constitutional. Talked about the Constitution, all of those laws. Well, judges will make sure that the laws that are passed are constitutional. Three branches of government we have in the United States. We might talk about that a little bit later, but let's go ahead and push D and then we can just feel good because we're correct. We're correct. Now, what does it say? I think it is helpful to read these explanations and I will try to make this super big so you can see it. Bigger. The judicial branch reviews laws and explains laws. It resolves disagreements. Resolves, it's a fancy way to say it like fixes the problem. It resolves disagreements. It also decides if a law is supported by the Constitution or is constitutional. The Supreme Court, that's our highest court there in Washington, D.C. If all the other local courts, like my local court here in Maine, if they have a decision, somebody doesn't like it, it may go all the way up to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court and all other federal courts are part of the judicial branch. Judicial. Judge. Next question, you think? I'm ready. I'm ready. Oh, this is a tough one. Oh, my goodness gracious. Okay. Oh, my goodness gracious. That's not swearing. If you don't want to, oh, Bob the Canadian did a great video on swearing in English. Uh, if you want to, if you want to swear, you know, don't swear in this chat. But if you want to swear, you know, let it rip, let it rip. When you just want to let it go, just depends on who you're around. But if you don't want to swear, but you're surprised by something, and you want to sound really old, you can say, "Oh goodness gracious, oh goodness gracious," it's not swearing. What is this? When in a test you see all the answers? No, no, no. Erroni. I wish I could ban you. No, that's not correct. No. No, hey, no, 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 no. No, don't don't listen to Erroni. We have to you have to go through each of them to make sure. But how about the second you know it's two of them? Maybe we can do this the next time we have an all or whatever. But the second you know it's at least two of them, it's got to be all. You don't have to worry about it being correct for all three. It just has to be correct for two of them. We can do it. Now, the Supreme, what is the question here? Is the Supreme Court, the Chief Justice of the Supreme Court, or that says the United States. All right, so what we might want to do here, if you don't know the answer, luckily I do. Luckily the teacher knows. Um, oh my God. How, Amina, how, 
are, are you sure you don't live in the United States? What is this? What is this? I wanna. How are you in Poland? Ivana's here. Um. Yeah. It, spoiler alert, it is Chief Justice. But let's say we didn't have Amina on our side. Or Luke, the English addict. I think he got it right too, yeah. Uh, let's pretend that we don't have them on our side. We might have to go through what's called the process of elimination. We have four choices. If we just take a guess, if we take a shot in the dark, it's another way to say a wild guess. We have a 25% chance of getting it right, right? Just one out of four, 25%. But if we can eliminate one of them, then we have a 33% chance. And if we can eliminate two of them, then we have a 50% chance. So we try to, hey, I, I need to, I need to, I never thought I'd have to ban a moderator, but oh, oh, the, just kidding at the end. Okay, okay. Okay, you can stay Aroni. Um, hey, we is here from New York. Welcome. Um, so let's do process of elimination here just for just for fun. Let me make this big. And what I mean by that is Barack Obama. I mean, he's a former president, probably not chief justice. Chief justice is the highest judge on the Supreme Court. There are nine Supreme Court justices. So sometimes there could be a tie. And what the chief justice does is he has a little bit more weight than the others, a little bit more power. So sometimes he, he might be the deciding vote, maybe. Um, Joe Biden, I mean, everybody knows he's our president, right? So now we're down to two. If we didn't know it was John Roberts, we'd have a 50-50 chance. We'd have a 50-50 chance. It is John Roberts. But um, and Anthony Kennedy is actually another judge on the Supreme Court. But it is, and uh, they might just say what I said, the Chief Justice of the United States is the leader of the judicial branch. This person is one of nine justices of the Supreme Court. All right. So if you want to know a little bit about the Supreme Court, I think I made a, a video on that, probably down in the description. Just checking out the chat. Oh, Cecilia is a fan of the way Barack Obama looks. Hey, he's more than just a pretty face. Uh, I love hearing President Obama speak. He has just like such a nice... Uh, We'd call it cadence in English. He has a nice flow to his language. So, yeah, it's great. I I can't comment on, uh, hey, Shea, I can't comment if he's gorgeous or not. I think he's probably a pretty good-looking guy. The next one, Cold War. Does anybody know what Cold War means? In the United States, we had something called the Cold War. But I'm not sure if other people around the world know what that means a hot war we might say there's actual fighting bombs bullets the cold war which took up most of the 20th century took up most of the 1900s was a war between the united states and a country that's no longer around soviet union 
Miho is here from Japan. Welcome. Welcome. Yeah, so the Cold War. Uh-oh, we. We is choosing A. Is that correct? Let's check it out. Let's check it out. So the Cold War was a war not actually fought, but the Soviet Union and the United States, they had a competition. The Soviet Union fights Afghanistan. Well, guess what? The United States, we help them out. Vietnam, United States, they fight a war. Guess who helps out Vietnam? Soviet Union. The Soviet Union and the United States never actually fought in a war, but they would help the other side when you know their their opponents were fighting. Oh, but Aniko says D. I haven't even looked. Let's take a look. Let's take a look. We have an A and we have a D. So during the Cold War, what was the main concern of the United States? Well, in the United States, we like to say that we have a lot of freedom and our economy is built on capitalism where the theory is the harder you work, the better you will do. But the Soviet Union had something else and that was, it was Anya. Yeah, it's, it's A. Now, I did something that no test taker should do. I just read the first one. I was like, oh, that's it. Never do that when you're taking a test because there might be a couple answers and we got to read them all. Maybe D is all of the above. Like Aaron, he said that they're all correct all the time. Whenever you see all, no, it doesn't work that way. But, but, so let's just make sure that it's not any of the other answers, but I'm pretty sure it's A. Let's take a look. Communism, slavery, nah. climate change. During most of the Cold War, nobody cared about climate change. We were dumping poison into the rivers, right? The Great Depression. That's another time in history. It's actually before World War II in the United States. It affected actually the whole world. Um, maybe I'll do a video on the Great Depression. World War I, we call it in English. World War I actually was part of the cause for the Great Depression. But the best answer is communism. Wow, that's a lot to read. And I think they say what I said already. It wasn't a traditional war. Let me see. Uh, I'll make this bigger so you can see it. The United States' main concern during the Cold War was communism. The Cold War was not a traditional war. It was cold because the United States and the Soviet Union did not fight each other directly. The Cold War began after World War II ended in 1945. The Soviet Union was a communist country. Communism is an economic system, so a system based on money, where most property belongs to the government. The United States has a capitalist economy, where property usually belongs to individuals. The United States and the Soviet Union competed for world power. Leaders of both countries worried that the other would use the atomic bomb to turn the Cold War into a real war. This never happened. The Cold War ended in 1991 when the Soviet Union divided into smaller countries. Number five. Why 
does the flag have 13, 13 stripes, 13 stripes. All right. Cecilia read all of them. Good, 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 good. We always want to do that. Semra says, I agree with you. And I noticed the U S and the Soviet relationship, Brent. Yeah, it wasn't a great relationship. Was it wasn't a great relationship. So I'm glad the cold war is over. Semra, you don't read. You should read. You should read. Um, what does A mean? Um, Shay is wondering. Yeah, well, that communism thing, and we may have uh, we may have talked. This might be an old question, but just in case somebody else has that question, communism it means the government controls most of the money. So if you're a doctor, that's a high paying job in the United States. And if you work at McDonald's, it's paid much lower. But in a communist society, the theory would be everyone receives the same amount of money, the same amount. Of, they live in a very similar place. So it didn't work. It didn't work. So the problem, it's great in theory, communism. It's actually great in theory, like everyone is equal. But what happens when it's actually real and in the world? Humans get a little greedy. We take advantage of things. So uh, people are already answering B. Is it B? I haven't even read it. You guys are quick. Okay, there's a lot of Bs here. Should we just skip it? It's, just, it's B. Let's, next one. Oh, wait. Aniko says C. Black cat. Let's read it. I don't. I don't know what's going on here. Uh oh. Amina says she would pick B. Okay, it's got to be B. Let's just not even read it. Just it's B. If Amina says it's B, as Yawin says, yeah, she's really good. Maybe Amina. Why don't you just hop on and and teach the class? I think you could do it. Let me make it a little. It's big. Okay. Hopefully you can read that. Why does the flag have thirteen stripes? Because the stripes represent the number of signatures on the U.S. Constitution. Gosh, I don't know how many signatures are on the U.S. Constitution. Because the stripes represent the original colonies. Because it was considered lucky to have 13 stripes on the flag. Okay, Aniko, I, I know what you mean about the black cat now. I actually do have a video about Black Cat Day in the United States. Um, and some consider a black cat to be bad luck. Aniko, right? I, I don't. I don't. Um, my, my daughter and I were driving yesterday. She's practicing her driving and a black cat crossed our path. But I, it was a cute black cat, but we didn't have any bad luck after. We didn't get into an accident or anything. Because the stripes represent the members of the Second Continental Congress. Ooh, I hope we don't have to talk about the Continental Congress. Hmm, that's a tricky one for me. But it is 100% B. 13 original colonies. Maybe we can, we can read this here. There were 13 original colonies. Maybe we'll get into colonies in a minute. But before the United States became the United States, the country of England, the United Kingdom, um, ruled the United States. We call it the colonies. It's probably the reason I speak English today is because England colonized part of the country that I live in. 
It's why people just north of me in Canada and Quebec, they speak French because the French colonize that. Oh, and guess what? Mexico. Guess who colonized Mexico? Be the Spanish. Guess who colonized Brazil? Be the Portuguese. So, ouch, not a good sign. What's not a good sign? I need to, I need to just forget about Erroni. He's distracting me. Uh, yeah, so let me read this uh, really, not too quickly, but the United States flag has 13 stripes because there, are, there were 13 original colonies. Today, the United States is an independent country. Before that, it was 13 separate colonies. Great Britain governed the 13 colonies. The 13 colonies worked together to fight the British. They won the War of Independence, 1783. The colonies became an independent country called the United States of America. The 13 original colonies became the first states. The flag has 13 stripes to represent the 13 colonies. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't make that big. I didn't make that big. All right. Yes. Yeah, I do teach social studies. This is my first year teaching social studies. But mm. yeah, this is tough. Hey, don't feel bad. I'm using a lot of really big words here. So I understand you know, constitution, colonies. You know, these are probably new words for a lot of people. Um, but it will help somebody if you want to become a United States citizen or you just want to learn more about the United States. This is a, okay, this one's not so tough. I, for an American who teaches history, I was worried that it was the Constitution. When was the Constitution written? I don't know if I know that. I hope, I, I hope we don't get that question. When was the Declaration of Independence adopted? This is a great question because there it's it's an important date in american history so we have a is it july 4th 1776 it's a it's a pretty look we we lives in the united states right now I, th- I think he got it i think he got it um it's just kind of um i believe that date is written on some of our money um it's just kind of a famous date Right now, on July 4th, we celebrate the 4th of July as Independence Day. The tricky one will be like letter D. So March 4th, 1789, December 7th, 1787, or July 4th, 1789. So these two, it it can be pretty tricky. Uh, I just know it's July 4th, 1776. It's, excuse me, as an American, it's kind of a, just a, it's a famous date. On July 4th, 1776, the colonists adopted the Declaration of Independence. Thomas Jefferson wrote the Declaration of Independence. It's a good thing to know. He was our third president, by the way, Thomas Jefferson. It said the colonies were free from Great Britain. Representatives from the 13 colonies signed the declaration July 4th, 1776 is a special date in American history. 
It is the day that the United States became an independent country separate from Britain. Okay, let's let's just pause there for a second. It's one thing that the colonists, yeah, we can call them the colonists, that the colonists told Great Britain, hey, yeah, you, you, you don't rule us anymore. We're an independent country. Great Britain did not say, oh, okay, okay, no. We had to fight a war of independence. So it wasn't that easy. Hey, let's let's write this document. We're going to write this piece of paper. Yeah, we're free from you now. Yeah, no, it, it didn't work that way. Very bold of the colonists to say, hey, we're done. So the correct answer is a July 4th, 1776. I was born in 17, I was born in 1975. In 1776, 1976 was a big year like i was one but that was the bicentennial of the united states bicentennial by two centennial cent hundred it was the 200th like birthday of the united states in 1976 the year after i was born yes erroni independence day yep Independence Day, you'll hear it 4th of July. It's always celebrated July 4th. Lots of fireworks. You know, that's pretty much it. Uh, Americans will often drink beer. Shoot off fireworks. Alcohol and explosives. Yeah, they don't usually go together. So in the paper on July 5th, you will often hear of Americans blowing off their fingers because of alcohol and explosives. Hey, Luciano, yeah. If anybody is a basketball fan, great one. The Declaration of Independence was signed in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And today, there is a professional basketball team called the Philadelphia 76ers. That's nicely done. There's also the San Francisco 49ers. San Francisco had a gold rush in 1849. And that's how the football team got their name. Luciano, thank you. Oh, was it? Is this a question to me? Do I love Canada? Yeah, I do love Canada. It's like two hours north of where I live. Uh, my family and I have visited there many times. Montreal, Quebec City. Yeah, it's a it's a great country. It's a great country. I wish the border was open. I wish my sister-in-law could see her parents. But as of right now, um, it'll be closed, I think, the rest of this month, the border. So, unfortunately. Yes. Yeah, Maria and I have spoken. We've both been to San Francisco. It's great. Great town. Great town. Next one. Number seven. Ooh, who vetoes bills? Man, this is a tough one here. If you don't know a lot about our three branches of government. So our government has like three parts. And we have the judicial branch. We talked about them a minute ago. The courts. We have the executive branch. That's the president. And then we have the legislative branch. And that's Congress. Ooh, some big words here. I know, big words. Well, the legislative branch makes the laws. 
Okay, They make the laws. But the president can veto a law. Let's say Congress passes a law. The president doesn't like it. He, maybe in the future, she can veto it. Meaning, not so fast. I don't like this law. Too bad. So the president has a lot of power. It can go back to Congress. And if they have, that's that's a four-fifths majority, that bill can become a law without the president. But the president has quite a bit of power. Aniko, I'm sorry. It is it is some high level advanced advanced English here. Yeah. It's the president. Mario. Nicely done. Amina. And we didn't even we didn't even read the uh, answers yet. Yeah. It's difficult. I understand. Uh like I said at the beginning of this, a citizen of the United States would have a tough time with this test, even if they have lived in the United, the United States their whole life. This would be a tough test for United States citizens to pass. It would be. But because, because I just talked about veto, I talked about bills, I talked about executive branch. Like, If you don't have a background in this, this is tough. This is tough stuff. If you have any idea what I'm saying, you're pretty good at English. This is a tough one. So as we said, it's the president. The president has the power to veto. I'm just going to skip that. You can read that on your own if you'd like. This is We're only at seven questions. Oh, come on. Be, I did not know this question was coming. I love this question. This is my favorite question so far. Oh, another test. Oh, I got you. Got you. This is this is tough though. This is tough. Few firework accidents in Turkey. Be careful. Be careful. Yeah, alcohol and fireworks. Who thought that was a good idea? Ah, uh, welcome, Rod. Whoops, that was supposed to be Rod. Welcome, Rod. Come on. Come on, fireworks. Be careful with those things, right? Doesn't matter what. Okay, Aniko. So a bill. Yeah, take a look at what Aniko just said. So Congress, I'm trying to keep it simple. There are two parts to Congress. It's the Senate and the House of Representatives. Congress will like write the bill. They'll draft the bill. And as long as the president says, yeah, that's good, it will become law. And then there is the judicial branch, the courts. They also look at it. And they say, well, if this doesn't follow the Constitution, yeah, this cannot become a law. So it takes all three branches to make a law at the federal level, at like to affect all of the states. So, but yeah, it's exactly, it starts as a bill and then it becomes a law. Maybe if everybody agrees, it becomes a law. Look at that. Look at that. My state, Brian. I didn't. Yes. So thank you. Thank you for knowing that. Uh, The question is, name one state that borders Canada. Is it Oregon? That's a tricky one because Oregon is a northern state, but Washington is above that. Look at that. 
Maine. Can we can we make that? Bi- My little state of Maine doesn't get a lot of recognition. So let's try to make that. Look at that. It says Maine right there. Maine. Love it. Is it South Dakota? No. North Dakota is above that one. Rhode Island? It's a northern state, but not as northern as Maine. Look at that. We've gotten eight correct. We've gotten eight right so far. So far. We're going to get all 20. Come on. We're going to get all 20. That's right. My state. Only a million people live here. So we don't get a lot of uh, we don't get a lot of publicity. We don't get a lot of recognition. Oh dear. There were three. See, that's another thing. If you don't want to swear in English, you might sound old when you say it. Oh dear. Oh dear. Yeah. So this one's a toughie. So you kind of have to know all 13 colonies. So if you know the map of the United States, all of the 13 colonies are on the East Coast. So that might help. Oh, my state of Maine, it was not one of the original 13 colonies. It was part of Massachusetts. Florida was not one of the original 13 colonies. The Spanish still controlled that part of the United States. So do we have some answers already? Okay, Ariel. Wyoming? Um, Brian is one. Oh, uh, popular. Does it have more people? Wyoming? I think Wyoming has, it might have the least amount of people, right? Is that why you ask, Brian? I think it has under a million people. My state has 1.3 million, but I think Wyoming has 900,000. I think it's even smaller than Alaska. So Alaska is our biggest state. Not a lot of people live there though. So yeah, I think Wyoming has the least amount of people, the least amount of people. So uh, I love what Alina did here. So she was able to eliminate one of them. So she said, so well, it's not C. So without even looking at this, we're down to a 33% chance. If we can eliminate, get rid of C. So let's check it out. There were 13 original states. They, they're also the first 13. The 13 colonies were the 13 states. So New York, Kentucky, Georgia. I, I don't think Kentucky was. That's a, little, that's a little west if you look at the map. Virginia, North Carolina, Florida. Well, we just said Florida was controlled by the Spanish at the time. Yes, Washington, Oregon, California. Yeah, let's get rid of that. I hope D works because I don't believe these three do. Let's see. Maryland, Virginia, North Carolina. They actually work. They actually all border the Atlantic Ocean. D is the correct answer. We have anybody that said D? Oh, Amina, not 100% sure, but guess what? You're 100% right. Nicely done. Nicely done. It is. Oh, Wyoming is uh, one of the 50 states. Probably not that famous because not a lot of people live there, but it's, it's beautiful. It's in the West and lots of mountains. It's in the Rocky Mountains, actually. 
Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's go. We got it. We got it. Just just because I know you don't have all day here, I'm not going to read these as much unless it's like super important. Oh, no. What are two rights of everyone living in the United States? Is it freedom of religion, freedom to make treaties with other countries? All right. We do have the freedom of religion here. Uh, And we also have. How's my Internet? Is it good? I'm getting a message saying, uh uh-oh. I'm going to keep talking like it's good. Uh, Freedom of religion. That's in the Constitution. And it is um, like amendment number one. It's it's the first thing. Americans have the freedom of religion. We also have the freedom from religion. So I'm a public school teacher. I cannot tell my students, hey, this religion... That's the best religion for you. You should follow that religion. So I have the freedom to be whatever religion I want in the United States. But as a teacher, I can't tell other people what religion they should be. But they can all be whatever religion they would like. So in the town not far from me, about 20% of the people, they are Muslim. They follow Islam. So on Thursday for Ramadan, they didn't have school. Nobody had school for Ramadan, even though 80% of the people um, were other religions or they weren't religious at all. Christmas is a major Christian holiday. They also get Christmas off for from school. So am I still on? I hope I'm still on because uh, I think I think I am. I think I am. So the next one, freedom of speech and freedom to run for president. Be's a tricky one because only people who are 35 and older can run for president. So that's a maybe, but not everyone. Like my kids who are in their teens, their teenagers, they don't have that freedom yet. Freedom to petition the government That is a right. That means you can ask the government to do something. And freedom to disobey traffic laws. Does that make any sense? Disobey. We talked about that at the beginning of the lesson. It means not to follow. Freedom of speech and freedom of religion. I like this one. I like D. I hope others have said D. I think this is right. Freedom of speech. We have, I can say whatever I want. Pretty much gets a little more complicated than that, but boom. Okay. It's correct. We've gotten, we've gotten 10 correct. What did Martin Luther King do? Now, Martin Luther King is a pretty famous civil rights leader. And that means, um, he was in favor of giving everybody in the United States the same rights doesn't matter your religion, doesn't matter your race. So let's see. You know what? My comments have stopped. I cannot see any comments. Am I still on? Is this thing on? Uh, I'm going to pretend that it is. So what did Martin Luther King do? He became a U.S. senator. No, I know he didn't. Did he run for president? He did not. Did he fight for women's suffrage? 
Let's talk about that term for a second because it may come up again. Suffrage means the right to vote. So did he fight for a woman's right to vote? He didn't. By the time he was active, women had the right to vote. He was active in the 1960s in the United States. Women got the right to vote in 1919, but he did fight for civil rights. Correct. Correct. And I wish I could see comments right now. Let's see if I can. I can't. Are you still commenting? Am I still live? I hope I am. We're going to go on to number 12. How about that? I can pull up a comment, but this is an old comment. Amina said it was D, but that was for an old one. That was for an old one. But, but actually, no, no, that might be current. Judith says it's D. Okay. Okay. There are a lot. My, uh, I have a dream. Yeah. Very famous speech by Dr. King in Washington, D.C., right? Yeah. Out front of the uh, Lincoln memorial his name sounds familiar oh you don't know him so dr king um we actually have a federal holiday so the whole country celebrates his birthday it's usually around january 20th so yeah he's kind of a big deal in uh u.s history at least recent u.s history who's america's best friend Mr. Google said Japan. Maybe. Um, the U.S. has a lot of friends. Unfortunately, we have a lot of enemies. And unfortunately, I have a, some friends in those countries that say that we're enemies. But uh, I know Japan and the U.S. have a really good relationship. Could be. Um, if you ask Mr. Brent, I might say Canada just because we share a border. Uh, maybe Mexico, we share a border and, um, those three countries have a trade agreement, but, oh, people are already answering. I, I, I better pick it up. I better pick it up. If you want to do something a little quicker, a little more quickly, you can say, I need to pick it up. I need to pick up the pace. Name one state that borders Mexico, Arkansas. That's how you pronounce that state, by the way, Arkansas. Florida, Alabama, or California. That's correct. California. California is correct. There are four states that border Mexico. California, Arizona, New Mexico, imagine that, and Texas. Oh, this is, uh, this is a little sticky here because we might have... Some people in the chat from some of these countries. Oh, no. Here we go. Who did the United States fight in World War II? I'm not sure what you call World War II in your language, but that's the war from like 1939 to 1945. In the U.S., we fought in that war. We got into the war a little late. Other people were fighting before we got into the war, but we, speaking of, uh, speaking of the United States best friend, the United States got into world war two because our best friend bombed, bombed us. Japan bombed, uh, 
Pearl Harbor in Hawaii. Things have changed. So uh, let's take a look here. Who did we fight? Who did the United States fight? Now, we talked about the Cold War. So you might think, oh, Soviet Union. I like that answer. But the Soviet Union and the United States were actually on the same side in World War II. But Germany and Italy were on the opposite side. How about Austria-Hungary? Austria-Hungary, that sounds like a good answer. Aniko, did we fight Hungary in World War II? So by World War II, Austria-Hungary, there was no longer a country. So after World War I, Austria-Hungary, not an answer. Japan, China, and Vietnam. I believe we fought Japan, but China, um, or if I, I try to do my best President Trump, China. Uh, I don't think China was actually fighting World War II. Uh, Japan and China, Japan invaded China in World War II. But the best answer is Japan, Germany, and Italy. But hey, we're all friends now, right? We're all friends. The United States, Japan, Germany, Italy. Yeah, we're all friends. But we had our differences back in World War II. Lots of people lost their lives on both sides. I hope we never have to worry about a World War III. Why does the flag have 50 stars? Now, I would think this would be easy. This might be our easiest one. 50 stars on the flag. What else does the United States have that's 50? So I know for Americans, like living in the United States, I think all of them would get this one. This one would be a pretty easy one. And for some reason, my comments have stopped again. The last comment I have is Florida. Svetka. That's, that's not... Hey, from Turkey, how are you? Um, yeah, so I'm just going to have to do this one on my own because I don't have comments that I can post. Sorry about that. Luckily, it's an easy one. 50 stars, 50 states, right? Because there were 50 original colonies. Well, we said there were 13. Because there were 50 people who originally came to the United States. Don't think that's it. Because there is one star for each president. We haven't had quite 50 presidents yet. I think we've had 46. But D is the correct answer. I'm sure people in the comments are shouting like, D, move on. But I can't see comments. I can't see comments. But let's go on to the next one. A couple more here. This is tough. This is tough, I think. Name one U.S. territory. So we know that the United States has 50 states, but they actually have some territories. And that means this land is not a state, but it's also not exactly independent either. So we have Bermuda, Guam, Cayman Islands, or Haiti. Is Rudy here? Rudy's a channel member. He's from uh, the Dominican Republic. Share the same island with Haiti. But I know Haiti is an independent country. So that's out. Cayman Islands. Um, I'm not sure if they're completely independent. 
but I've heard that you can stash money in the Cayman Islands. If you have a lot of money, I think they have banks there, but it's not connected with the United States. Bermuda, when I think Bermuda, I think independent country. If not, it's British, but I do know Guam. Guam is a U.S. territory, not completely independent. And we can actually read here to see what a territory is. There are five major U.S. territories, Puerto Rico, U.S. Virgin Islands, American Samoa, Northern Mariana Islands, and Guam. Territories have their own local governments. They also must follow the laws of the U.S. federal government. So it kind of sounds like a state to me. But they're not a state. Wait, we talked about this one. 16. Who signs bills to become laws? We actually talked about this one. Secretary of State. Vice President. President. Chief Justice of the Supreme Court. Now, I think this could be tricky. I don't think a lot of Americans would get this. And I still cannot get comments. If I thought that I could survive refreshing the page, I would do that. But I don't know if this will like just take me off. I'm going to do it. I'm going to refresh and see what happens to the comments. But I might, I might go away. Yeah, I still have Florida as the last. I don't dare. I think I'm still on, but I don't dare. This is the president. Okay, the president signs a bill to become law. Oh, not bad. I think if you know a little bit about geography, it's not bad. How many oceans do we have? We only have like five, right? I think we only have like five oceans. We have a lot more. In English, we call them seas, S-C-A-S. We have more seas. What if I write something in the comment? Will that help? Now, I can't even see my own comment. And I know I wrote seas in the, uh, in the chat. What ocean is on the east coast of the United States? Is it the Arctic Ocean? That just sounds cold to me. Is it the Indian Ocean? I would think that the Indian Ocean would be over by India, but that's just me. Is it the Pacific Ocean or is it the Atlantic Ocean? Now, this might be tough because the United States is bordered by these two oceans, the Pacific and the Atlantic. Some say that the United States became so powerful partly because of the oceans. It's really hard to get here. If you want to attack the United States, it it takes quite a bit of effort to get across those oceans. And we can kind of see it coming if you're bringing a bunch of uh, boats and planes and stuff. So, yeah, I can't, I want to refresh. I'm scared. I'm going to hit it. I'm back. Okay, I see. I see comments now. I hope I'm back. I hit refresh. I might have disappeared for a second, but it still says we have 46 people watching. 
So hello to the 46 people watching. How are you? Oh, Ibrahim, he came and it looks like he left. I didn't get to say hi to Ibrahim. I'm back. Breezy's here. How are you, Breezy? What we've been doing is... Hang on. Uh, we have been taking a U.S. citizenship test. And we're on question 17. And I think... Okay... Maybe there's something wrong with that. Maybe I'm not here. Um, well, hey, there, there we go. There we go. I'm back. Thanks, Ario. I refreshed. I might have disappeared, but at least I can see your comments now. Thank you, Sita. Thank you, Sita. Directly after this, we're almost done. There are 20 questions. Right after this, we're going to go into a members chat. If you would like to become a member, there's a, a join button somewhere there. There might be a link at the top of the chat. And I think Sita is coming on. All right. Um, everybody knows this, right? Everybody knows. It's like, come on, let's go. I know this one. All right, it's the Atlantic, right? It's the Atlantic Ocean. Boom. We are 17 for 17 so far. So far. Oh my gosh. Oh gosh. This is a tough one. This is tough. Come on. This isn't fair. Where is the Statue of Liberty? I honestly don't know this one, but we can use that elimination thing I was talking about. Now it says my internet is not good. Oh, blast. <laughs> That's another way to swear in English without swearing. Blast. Crap. Oh, now you're able to read? Was it, was it my fault before? Oh, maybe you were doing something and you were just listening. Now, I don't know if uh, you can see me, but is it A, Anya? That's what I was thinking, but I'm not sure. Let's take a look at these. It definitely is New York. So let's start there. I do know it's definitely in New York, but let's take a look. Anya says A, but we lives in New York. He's saying B. I really, I am, I'm going to have to guess on this one, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely near Manhattan, right? Oh, oh. And we visited once. Okay. Well, let, let's listen to we then let's take a look at the choices. But, um, so long Island, New York Harbor, San Francisco Bay or Boston Harbor. So right there, based on the answers we've had in the chat so far, let's get rid of C and D. Boston is in Boston. That's in Massachusetts. San Francisco, it's in California. But Long Island and New York Harbor are both in New York. I'm going to go with we unless somebody, well, and Rod has been, I think Rod's been to New York like, was it seven or eight times? I've only been to New York like three times, but the Brazilian has been to New York more than I have. And it's like six hours from my house. So since Rod and we are saying B, I'm going to go with B, but this is the first one that I don't know for sure. So I am going to lean on we and Rod for B, okay? I'm going to lean on them. When you are looking for help from someone, you might say lean on. So I'm going to go with B and I'm confident because Rod and we said so. 
Boom. I almost would say Long Island. I, I would have probably said Long Island. Okay, we've gotten this one before, kind of. 19, what did the Declaration of Independence do? And if you break down that word or that term, declaration, declare, you declare. If anyone is an office fan, Michael Scott once declared bankruptcy. Doesn't exactly work like that, but um, I can declare that um, I am going to Canada right now. I can't do it, but it's just like, it's an extra saying. Like you put more of an effort into it. Like I declare, you might raise your hand in the air. I declare today is my day to rest. I declare, I'm not just saying it. So independence, freedom. A is give women the right to vote. B, we declared our independence from France. Freed the slaves. No, that's another big term. If you ever get a question about what freed the slaves, it's called the Emancipation Proclamation. Don't ask me to spell it, please. But D is looking good. Is that what people in the chat are saying? Like D, 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 D. Naomi's saying D. Rod's saying D. D, D, D. If you are watching this live stream in a crowded room, can you just can you just chant D for me? So people will look at you like, what, what are they doing? D, D, D. Marco, where did you? Todd, is Todd the Canadian here? Welcome, Todd the Canadian. I don't think Todd the Canadian's here. Now I can't get rid of the comment? I think we declared our uh, independence from Great Britain, didn't we? Let's do it. Let's do it. Boom. 20 questions. This is the last one. We've gotten them all correct so far. If you are a religious person, you might want to pray right now. Let's go. Can we get this? Say a little prayer for us. If you're a religious person, let's go. We got this. Come on. I didn't even look at the question yet. I'm nervous. Name one war. One war fought by the United States in the 1800s. Okay. Real quick story. I actually did a lesson on one of these wars. It's on this channel. It's in the description. And it's a war that is not really taught in schools. But I thought if anyone was taking the citizenship test, they might want to know about this war. It's kind of random. Like we don't talk about this war all that much. But I do see lots of C's. Maybe you watch that lesson that I did, Rod and Todd. I'm confused. Uh, but maybe you watched that lesson I did on the Mexican-American War. Korean War was fought in the 1950s. World War One was fought in the 19-teens. It was like 1914 to 1919. Mexican-American War, we're talking 1840s. World War II, we've said 1940s, right? 19, late 1930s. Hundred. 
100%. We did it. We did it. 100%. Hundo. We did it. 100. All right. Oh, good point. Yeah, the U.S. has been in a lot of wars. Boom. That's one way to do it, Amina. Nicely done. No, um, Zoe, great question. There is a link in the description. I think it's the first link where you can take this practice test again on your own if you would like. You will, these are not, I've taken this two or three times. You always get different questions each time. I don't know how many questions they have to choose from. It might be 60 or so. I have gotten some repeats. So, but there is a link in the description. Take this as many times as you'd like. Hey, after we're done here, if you leave, leave a comment, how many did you get correct? I would love to know, but I would, I would agree. You guys are really clever. You guys are really clever. Miho. Hey, you know, it's one of those things that, and I know Miho lives in uh, Japan. So you don't really study American history unless you're an American. I don't know all that much about Japanese history. I know it's a lot harder for me because Japan goes back so many years as Japan. The United States, we're a relatively, I've used that before in a lesson, we're a relatively young country. You know, the United States. This land was, of course, populated by indigenous people before Europeans came. But the United States as a country, 200, 250 years, not like Japan, like thousands of years, right? A thousand, thousand years. That's how much I know about Japanese history. I do know it's a lot though. So if you are a channel member, check it out, head over there. We're going to have a chat. Some members will come on camera. If you're not a channel member, I know most aren't. I want to thank you so much for watching. I hope you learned a little something. It was a tough, tough exercise today that we did. Lots of U.S. history, lots of big words. Declaration of Independence. It's a big word. Thank you all. If you haven't subscribed, maybe subscribe. Become a member, all that stuff. Like it, all that stuff. Hey, thank you so much. We'll do something else next week live. Maybe a lesson on New York. Or I don't know, leave a comment. What do you want to do a lesson on? I got a week. I can prepare it. We'll see. Maybe I'll do a poll on Monday. Thanks for watching. 